Good evening. Hello, everyone. Evening, evening. Hello. Hello. Oh, there he is. I was getting worried. <laughs> <laughs> I just messaged you. Just a little bit worried. It's just a, a dramatic, dramatic entrance there from you, Paul. <laughs> Casually late. Fashionably late. Or just fucking late. <laughs> <laughs> All good, lads, yeah? Cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Major. I think you've got some news, don't you, Mike? Uh, well, I have some airsoft-related news. So, so yeah, so a good day in regards to some developments for the Tokyo Marui MK46 and LMG. So, um, just a bit of a background, it is, um, was released into into the UK around sort of January um, this year. Um, again, not huge amounts of, of stock available. It's, it's still quite sought after and comes with a, a, an eye-watering uh, price tag. Um, but as, as all things Tokyo really, um, very much when it's released, it's, it's quite underpowered. Hence why there's such a big, big sort of demand and market for Tokyo Marui's um, after, aftermarket parts and um, upgrades really so so again with the mk46 being very very new platform for from Rui, um, everything that is in that particular uh, riff is propriety so there's not a hell of a lot they can do so again been working with um, a, a company called Camera Raids over in Essex who have been doing a lot of work on it. So we, we had it uh, with those guys, they stripped it back. We had an edgy custom bore barrel in there and some very, very clever little pieces around spring retentions, um, seals for air, novel, air nozzles, etc. And it was running, uh, running a very, very nice and healthy 315 FPS, which for a gun that hasn't got any sort of upgraded gears or springs was, was really, really good. Um, and been waiting for a little while for um, a company called Eagle Six, who again is another very renowned sort of maroon specialist. Um, they've been developing their own range of upgraded springs. And, and finally, finally this week, um, the spring was released. So for them, it's it's labelled as a 320 FPS, which is 320 based on an absolutely bog standard MK46. Um, as I mentioned, obviously I've had a, a few few little things that can be done done. Um, so we went over to Camo Raids and done a bit of contactless upgrading today, safe distancing, face masks and, and contactless, as obviously the store's not open in regards to sort of letting the public in. Um, literally the, the mod took five minutes and we went from, you know, a conservative 315 S FPS up to what was just over 355. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, obviously, look, I mean, FPS is FPS. You, you know, we try not to get too hard on that, but this was all about joules. So when, when we took it over there, it was running uh, 0.85 joules, um, which if you're doing your FPS conversion based on 0.2s, was 302 FPS, all I've noted, there. But the good news is, with the new spring, for me, it took it up to 1.156. and done a little bit more fettling and testing just to get it where I wanted to, because I think once you start to hop it, it will start to drop some FPS anyway. But the result is mid-350. Um, so, so really, really pleased. And, and, you know, literally a couple of squeezes of a trigger with the new spring, it felt very, very different. You know, and we was only literally shooting it into to an, a, a, an aiming point, um, which was a couple of metres away. So there was no distance testing, etc. But yeah, really, really pleased. Really pleased with how it all come together. Um, you know, for something that cost 20 quid, which is the spring, um, you know, to sort of see see that increase in performance for, for that particular model is, is happy days. So yes, very, very pleased. It's just a shame that it's going to be now 2021 until I can get out and have a little shoot <laughs> and have a little bit of a play. But yeah, so that that's that's my news for this week. Perfect. That's cool, cool mate. Nice one. Oh, we're talking about load carrying this week. Uh, thanks to everyone who said, said hello in the chat. Uh, who wants to go first about load carrying? Just before we start, I just want to make an explanation about the way that I look like a Punisher 1 wannabe um, with this <laughs> effort on my face. So the intention was that I would wake up this morning prior to going to work and having a shave to get rid of this. Um, and then whilst in the process of, clipped it with the back of my hand and knocked my shaving gel out the window onto my extension roof and into the gutter. So, <laughs> so, I like it. So, Leave yeah. it. Embrace so, yeah. it. Um, yeah, I, I think I, part of me wants to. The other part of me is at that stage where um, my face feels like I just need to claw it to bits because it's super itchy. But yeah, I, I do weeks, know. mate, and it'll be all right. 
So um, it didn't even give me any drip, the shaving gel. I just gave it a swift backhand. I'm like, it was uh, you know, one of my mischievous kids. <laughs> and, uh, out it went, and it's, it's currently in the gutter on the extension, so the ladders have got to come out to try and get that back tomorrow. Oh, Christ. Fair <laughs> play. Anyway. Well, we'll let you off that. on that one then, mate. Just in case well, anyone wondered why I wasn't looking my usual chiselled debonair self. <laughs> Although, oh, if you, like if, to be fair, if you look at the four of us, if you start with Mike upstairs... Oh, I can't grow facial hair to save my life. You know, smooth as a baby's backside. You've yeah, Mike's got, got too the, many cats. <laughs> you've then got the, the, the growth of Paul there. You've then obviously got mine, and obviously you then go up into Lance's, you know, full thatch of a beard. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely <laughs> the, the, the evolution, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like I've gone out on a Friday and just woke up in a bush on a Sunday and got to come out and explain to the missus where I've been. And this, <laughs> this is what's left. It's like, fuck it. Just shot. Game over. It's Friday. Fuck you all. I don't care. Well, on that note, then, I think Paul should go first then for, abuse, for, for shaving foam abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Bring up the right. graphic. Well, yeah, I've got a graphic or I've got the plate carrier as well. So, um, so we're looking at loadout gear. So... Um, oh, let's just yoink this one round just in case I want to talk about it a little bit more. <clears throat> so starting on the on the left hand side, so um, the, the plate carrier there um, that I use is the uh, Warrior Assault Systems Recon Plate Carrier uh, in OD. Um, so I made a move over to this. Must have been must have been about a year and a half ago now. Um, after having the Warrior Raptor rig which i did have a photograph of me wearing it but i didn't get a chance to send it through otherwise you could have put it up um but i just found it a little bit restricting um i tended to load a load of stuff up under my armpits so kind of elbows got in the way of everything that i was trying to do uh, so i had a little bit of a look around um and managed to pick this one up off of uk tactical um as with many things warrior if they're in semi-decent condition you're and then I'll get to target. Paul, I think you've got some connectivity issues there, mate. Yeah, lost him there. Either that or he's just pretending to go stat tick <laughs> just because he wants to get out of it. I'm in a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just going through the Blackwall Tunnel, lads. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, dear. Technical difficulties. So, in, in, the, in the most polite possible way, shall we? Obviously, yeah. Paul's having some connectivity issues. So, does Lance, do you want to go, mate? And we'll um, obviously wait for Paul to rejoin and he can go after you? Uh, yeah, absolutely, mate. can do that. No problems. I think Mike's got a couple of picatures of uh, yeah, bits of bobs. So, I've got there in the background. Evening, Mike Brewer. All right, lads. Everyone's on there. Yeah, good, good to see everyone's joining Right, so um, I'm guessing then from your guys' top left, I've got my plate carrier, which is the Warrior DCS um, set up there, which has got uh, the two Warrior uh, Warrior ah. Assault Systems mag pouches on the front. Is Paul back? Yeah, Paul's back. back. And so you're back. Right, apparently we can do Paul. wonders with Anyhow. technology. The only thing that <laughs> That's we can't my do bit. Is, is when we're dealing with fucking <laughs> bellends at Sky Internet, is to maintain some stable connection. Everyone would think I lived out in the sticks, not in the middle of the suburbs. But there you go. Don't worry, Paul. I was just filling for you, mate. You crack on. Ran, ran yeah. over. Lance is done. He's, he's got a warrior DCS, yeah, and that's it. See you later. Yeah, finally, finally. <laughs> Something tells me his one might take a little bit longer. So back to it. Right, so essentially, yeah, used to wear a warrior Raptor. Found it a bit bulky, but it was a lovely piece of kit. Um, but managed to shift over to the, the recon... Um, plate carrier there uh, and that that one i purchased with the pathfinder chest rig as well so um you might think yeah a couple of hundred quid's a lot but it is two for the price of one um but it's probably not really it's two for the price of two i don't know but anyway um it felt like it was a bargain so went over to that um and with the with the warrior stuff being pretty good on the on the resale front uh, managed to sell um the raptor uh, for a decent price so that went off to a new little home, um, and now see I'm running this. So a couple of different variants that I use there. So um, in the picture on the left, that's currently how I've got the the vest set up um, in in here. So three across the front, um, and then running the dangler pouch there, 
Um, and then obviously a torch, um, the U94, it's a genuine U94 comms there. And that goes through to my rake house um, that I run, my in-ear comms. And then on the back, um, I've got the cargo pack, which you can see in that picture anyway. Um, and you can probably just make out the comms pouch there and everything that goes with it. So that's that's really the, the, the main vest that I use. Um, in the middle, there's the other variant. So that's six mags up front. Um, and two utility pouches are almost up front with it, um, which is how I had the the, the chest uh, the plate carrier set up when myself and Mike went out for a little stroll in the woods uh, the other week. Um, and oh, <laughs> are we going again? Don't you back? Just on that note, you wouldn't think I paid a hundred quid a month to Sky, would you? Just on that note, Ragefile has commented, if you tell Sky your connection to Wi-Fi is shit, they send you a Wi-Fi boost for free. So, a uh, bit of advice there. On, uh... it's, a good, it's a good, great tip. A great yeah. tip. I wouldn't mind, but it's probably something to do with I've got someone on the new Call of Duty downstairs. I've got social media queen next door. I've got my other kitty. It's my own fault. I've got too many kids. Honestly, if, I, if it had just been me and the missus, I wouldn't have this problem. But there you go. Eureka! Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's a light bulb moment, but it's a bit late. Um, so yeah, so six makes down to three uh, on the on the to chest on the plate carrier to um, to allow it to to sort of have a bit more movement up front. Uh, and then what I've done is I've stripped my battle belt on the on the bottom right, my gunfighter belt there, um, right back from where it was. Took a kilo off of weight off of that one. Um, and now that's running uh, two five five sixes uh, on the belt, uh, nine millimeter um, mag pouch, uh, and another one next to it. But one of them's got a mag in it; the other one's just got a torch. Nice um, Just for the just for the. Uh, then, uh, I've got a, on the other thing on that. I've got a. Go on. Sorry, mate. No, I was just going to say for people listening back later on, just to, into going into a bit of detail who that belt's made by, etc. And um, Obviously, for people who aren't watching it, just to give them a bit more of an idea. On what part, mate? Just of the belt, like the make of the belt and that, because it looks nice. Oh, yeah. So, um, the the belt, um, I used to use uh, a Warrior gun belt, um, but I found it quite chunky. Um, So, I got rid of that and got in touch with a guy. He's on Facebook, um, Mill Spec Taylor. Um, And he's, he's, I believe, in the military. Um, and he makes these belts and supplies them to military units all over the world. Um, so basically, just give me your measurements. And I, I wasn't judged at all by, by my waist size at the time, um, which is always nice. Uh, and then, and yeah, he knocked up this belt, and it is, it's absolutely awesome, mate. Uh, Mollied all the way up, loads of different colours, whatever you want. Um, but as I say, if, you know, if I look at it from, uh, if if I'm standing, sort of facing. Uh, on the left-hand side of the belt, um, this is on the podcast really more so, uh, I've got a 9mm mag pouch, um, which has got my HK45 mag in that. Next to that one, uh, I've got an LED lenser torch, um, which is the red, white, green and blue um, variant, so you can switch between those. Then I've got two 5.56 pouches. Um, I've got a uh, multi-tool. Um, because I, you know, I think you need to be carrying one of those, um, you know, or at least have someone with you that is carrying them. Uh, so Definitely. I've got two. I've got a Leatherman, uh, and that's a that one. There's a Gerber or Gerber, probably Gerber because it sounds a little bit too much like Gerber otherwise. Um, so that's the Gerber multi tool. Next to that is a very slim, foldy up dump pouch, um, which, to be fair, I, I, sometimes I use, sometimes I don't, but it's nice to have just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. especially if you're getting into contact that you're kind of laying down fire you know running away and you need to just chuck your mags in your back pocket as you're going uh, and that's pretty much clear then all the way over to what would be on my right hand side so I'm right hand draw um, so that's a Kydex um, HK45 holster mid ride um, with the leg strap uh, and then that one's made up to uh, accommodate my HK45 and my Olight PL um, pro Valkyrie torch, so that's the battle belt side of stuff. Nice. Um, I'm more than happy with that. That comes with the inner belt, and then it velcros over the top. So it's a, it's a lovely, lovely belt. Um, 
And then just above that one is the um, Warrior Rucksack. Well, you know, that's the one, actually. That's just a little cheeky picture of a rucksack. Um, I threw that one in there because it was 20 quid off of eBay or something like that. And it was the first one that I bought when I went to, to Longmore as a, as a bit of a recon rucksack. That's just in exactly that. So it's in there just to prove that you can spend 120 quid on a rucksack, you can spend 15, 20 quid on a rucksack. That one I've had three years. Um, uh, you know, it's never lost anything. You know, there's nothing fell off. The, the zips and everything are all as they were. Um, well made. I spray it with a little bit of Fab Seal gold. Yeah, just to keep a bit of the wet out of it. Um, but everything, everything else other than that's golden. Yeah, really happy, mate. Cool. And you're happy with that setup now? Then the only other thing that I will show before I jump to. off onto, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think what's nice about the the, the recon one um, is that you just literally. Uh, I don't know if you want to just jump back onto a, a normal screen. Um, yeah. But so this 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 is the front of the the, the plate carrier. It's lovely and neat. I must say, um, I love the neatness of it. With that, I think pull your connections going again, mate. Must be his boy. Must be his boy downloading all of those uh, new goodness on that uh, new uh, new new generation console of his. Oh, mate. <laughs> that PlayStation. Oh, mine, but I'm, I pay the bill. I'll tell you a story Mate, about that. And you lose out. But I, I have done that. So anyway, this is the yeah, this is the recon one. So the upside about this one, I've got three mags on there at the minute. Um, but oh. that comes off. And then you can stick the other six mags set up on the front. So as I lose week, um, and I'll go over who's doing it when it's when it's all done and dusted, but I have got someone making up um something very similar to the Haley Strategic, um, and then that will Velcro on on top of that plate carrier if I want to run the MP7 megs. That's cool. Um, so, and then obviously the only other bit that I use is the that's the the six um, plus the two utilities um, with a very sort of low profile throat mic, um, and then that's your chest rig basically. On the chest rig, I've just got a very cheap and cheerful dead rag for. The meal sims, um, yeah, and then that's that's pretty much me. I was just saying that where you can velcro off them mags on the front pool. I saw a quite a little short clip on YouTube once, and it was a guy uh, firing his AR 15. And he's, uh, he finishes his last clip, and he's like, I'm out of mags, and he tears it off and throws it on the floor. And his mate throws a new uh, set up, and he just goes, just sticks to him. He's like, Thanks, <laughs> click. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> That's a quality little video. It's literally the same setup of what you've got there. Just Velcros it off and his mate chucks a new one. It just sticks straight to the Velcro. He's got like three fresh mags straight on him. <laughs> oh, mate, gone. Honestly. So, yeah. So, uh, no, I'm back. I think. I don't know. Hi. So, really, really good. Yeah, you're back. Before we jump off on something else, you talk about internets and things getting you getting you down. So, um, I had a very interesting moment one day when I'd made lunch for my eldest. Um, and I'd asked him twice what he wanted. And then he sent me a text from the room next door saying that he wanted something else. But obviously, I didn't get the message. Made the sandwich as to what I was going to make in the first place. Put it in front of him. He's come out and, and essentially gone forward to call me a dickhead for making him the wrong sandwich. Um, which didn't go down very well. So I went upstairs, unplugged his Xbox, bought it downstairs, threw that down the garden, threw his iPad down the garden. And they landed fairly soft. Um, but his mobile phone, his iPhone... Uh, I think it was an iPhone SE at the time. Um, I threw that down the garden and it hit the trampoline upright and then bounced back and hit the patio and smashed in about two million pieces. Oh. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't call me a dickhead, moral of the story, because I throw your shit down the garden. <laughs> <laughs> but the silly thing in the long run, my two seconds of self-satisfaction and rage, I ended up having to go out to the car phone where or wherever it was to pick him up another Instead phone. Anyway. Your phone. <laughs> Just bottom lip out and head hanging low. It was worth um, it though for that split second. Yeah. Just jump into the questions for a second. Rage File said, "Have you tried the Warrior Five Five Six with pistol mag combo? I found that a great setup, as it meant he could lighten the belt setup." Anybody tried that? Yeah, so I did have a look um, when I was setting up the, the gun belt. I was uh, looking at those, um, but they were out of stock. So, the pure simple reason why I went for the 
the inserts. One, I'd have probably ended up carrying a couple. I could have saved a bit of space, I suppose, and had a torch in one and the and the nine mil. But the idea really was as well to, um, one, I'm very impatient when when there's something I want, I tend to go and get it. And if it's <laughs> if it's not the right one, and then when it comes back in stock in three months' time, I'll buy it again. Um, but yeah, but but sort of two. It was, it was one of them was to drop the mag out. So one in the gun, um, and then one on my side. Because even though I've carried, you know, one side arm with a mag in and two separates. To be fair, I very very rarely ever use the one in the gun. Mm, so it was it was also part of a little bit of a you know decluttering. But I did see them. I do like them. And to be fair, I probably will end up buying them. Um, but they were just out of stock. Those are triple mag pouches that's got the three nine mils on the front. Are they modular, so you can you remove them, the the pistol mag pouches, or do they come actually fixed in place to the so, uh, to the five five six pouches? I think you might be able to take them off. So, for example, on this one, yeah, um, you can take off these two. Right. Okay, that's cool. See, I'd like that because it's quite you can chop and change but I it. Can't, you can't take these off. Ah, right, these okay. are fixed, and it's, that's the bit a little bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but if you wanted to go four mags yeah. and two pistol mags, you can do that because they'll come off. I, I can take those off and stick those on my belt if I wanted to. Oh, that's quite um, cool. I like that. But as I say, these ones, which, you know, to be fair, I mean, at the minute, on the... <clears throat> but then them outer ones, Mike, they haven't got like a Kyde... Uh, sorry, Paul. They haven't got like a Kydex insert, so they can... <laughs> If they're empty, they will collapse down, wouldn't they? If you're laying on your side or anything. Yeah, exactly that, mate. So, oh, so yeah, so it's not a, it's not major if they are still on there, sort of thing. Then you know, you can stick your stick your bow thing in there, mm -hmm. and that, that sort of zips down quite nice with that in there. Or I've put smokes in there. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, so obviously for the benefits of the podcast, it's the you know four mags behind, two mags up front, um, and then you've got these two outer. Um, I don't know what they're like, general admin type pouches, but some come off, some don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, not but yeah, that, I mean, to be fair, it's not a bad little, not a bad little setup. Considering you get it with a, with the plate carrier, it's part of the price, but, mm. you know, it's one less thing for me to worry about. Um, nice and light, you can fold it up and chuck it in your bag. Doesn't take yeah. up much space. You almost have it as a yeah. good QRF setup as well, couldn't you, sort of thing? Yeah, exactly that. Grab your kit. If mm. you sometimes, it's, it's easier to chuck your bloody plate carrier on. Putting a chest rig on is not the easiest of things, is it? It's, it's, it's be a right ball, like, yeah. yeah, more 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 strappy than a seventies place thing, um, <laughs> you know. But but yeah, probably the more I use it, the, you know, the quicker I'll get with it. But um, but yeah, that, that's really that's, that's my gear, Mister Kelly. Nice mate, nice, nice, nice. Do you want to uh, just talk about yours now, Lance? I can do, mate. Yeah, no worries. So there we go, there, ladies and gents, is the Warrior DCS on your left-hand side there, hanging up with the Warrior Assault Systems uh, four mag pouch on the front. Well, two mag pouches holds four, five, five, six mags, um, and I've run that. That's basically set up now for like a QRF, or if I'm not running my webbing set, so I could run four mags on the front there, with um, obviously a mag in the in the riff to the right, which you can't really see. It's behind. Um, the pistol mag you can see on the right hand side I've got a dump pouch so I can obviously ditch mags into that and then I've got a two pistol dual pistol holder there pouches on the uh, left side of my rig um, and to be honest with purely that's there for uh, transporting when you exit and leave a game zone obviously you can't have any mags in your gun so I only ever use one mag in my pistol rarely if I'd ever like Paul just said earlier I'd rarely go through that mag so that's purely just to hold the mags till I get into the game zone and bang one in and then I've got one spare there and obviously I'll have one empty pouch but I'll suffer that I'm quite happy with that um, I think the only round... time I've ever used on, sorry man, the only time that I've ever used more than one pistol mag was um, what is that? it was a skirmish at Apocalypse and we were coming back from down, uh, down from the jeep and there was actually it was funny there was a couple of the Punisher guys there and they were at the bottom of the hill mm. coming up and me and Ricky, uh, Richie rather, we were dug in and we were laying down some fire and he got hit. I was out on the M4 because obviously I only run 82 round uh, mid caps. And it literally was me and a couple of these, the Punisher guys down the bottom of the hill having at it. And, you know, they run out. They were over at their sides. It was almost a classic, you know, out of mains, chuck them down, out of sides, chuck them down. <laughs> go for Start a creep. throwing helmets at each other. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, but it's, it's funny because you can, you can rack up 20 kills with your, with your main, main gun. Mm. you get two or three or, or one or two even with your sidearm it's just like a different level of satisfaction 
Oh, definitely, mate. Yeah, it took a couple of years before I got my <laughs> first kill with a pistol. One because I didn't, I very rarely used it, and then uh, obviously two, I was just didn't find myself in the situation where I needed to use it. And that one day, I was just like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I got gotcha. you." Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Put that one back in the box now. That's it. Yeah, I've got something else. I've got to break the air off of me anymore now. I've done that. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so moving around in from the pistol mag pouches on the uh, DCS, I've got my Bofeng uh, antenna, well, whip antenna holder which is made by Crydex, which I've got from eBay. Um, that's a cool little setup. So it's actually got a retention strap for holding the whip antenna flat down. And obviously with the um, looping I've got on the side of the DCS, I've actually got the back of the antenna secured into that as well. And it's obviously it's easy for me to get to. It's at my front. It's not to the side or anything around the back where I can't change my comms out or anything like that. And obviously my comms set is run just to the uh, left-hand side of my pistol mag pouch. Here. I've got a small pouch there to run a single bowfang if I need to. Um, Going up onto the front of the rig, um, I've tried multiple places to uh, secure my pistol holster. I've tried it on my right, my left. I've tried it. I've had it there previously where it is now, and that's the place where I found it to be most comfortable and how it works for me. Now, not necessarily it works for everyone, but it's a place that I've always gone back to mounting my pistol holster on the front of my rig and just keeping it there because I don't really run a great deal on it. I mean, nine times out of ten, that, that front is pretty much empty apart from them two uh, five, five, six pouches, which a lot of the time will be empty because I'll be running my webbing set with my with my armour um, so moving across from my 5.56 pouches I've got my tourniquet and my uh, uh, medic scissors uh, stashed in the back of that and I've got a little section in the back of that tourniquet that's, a, that's from eBay that's by Multicam um, and I can put a, I'll, I'll add some links to these little bits and bobs afterwards um, again uh, tourniquet uh, not, I wouldn't say I was proficient with using it um, I, I've watched a fair few videos so I'm quite confident I could use it properly if I had to uh, I'd be honest it's more for the look of the kit obviously a lot of real steel guys obviously they've run a tourniquet in their first field dressing sort of thing like that so um, that's more there for the for the, the aesthetics than it is for actually uh, uh, purposeful using it but I'd like to think that I can apply one if I had to in an emergency situation Do you, do you think Probably. most people are, are like that? What's that, mate? Um, well, as in sort of running it as a, a as a visual. <sighs> I, I know the um, Milsim West ones um, don't actually. I don't think they actually tourniquet up. I think they're almost like a, a Velcro strap. Um, so I know there are some out there that aren't. They're, they're like mock tourniquets. Yeah, they, mm. they, they, some some events they would like you to apply a tourniquet as, as like a part of a medic rule sort of thing. But it's obviously like Mike says, like a training tourniquet sort of thing. Yeah. So it's got all the bells and whistles, but it won't actually cut your leg off and kill it after 15, 20 minutes of the pressure being applied or whatever it is. But um, So that's that, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's more for the aesthetics and the look of it than anything. But like I said, I've watched a fair few vids and sort of done the theory behind it a bit. And then to the side of that, I've got a lead lenser tactical torch in another pouch there. Obviously, just to run opposite sides of my pistol. So I can, if I need to draw my pistol up, I've got my, I can get my torch out at the same time. Um, and then the rest of the side of that uh, plate carrier is completely empty. The back's empty because, like I said, I run my day sack, which is down the bottom left-hand corner there. So I just like to keep the back empty of my on my plate carrier. Um, plus, for getting in and out of vehicles, it stays empty all the time. Um, and that's it for the plate carrier setup. That's pretty much it. Uh, obviously, sorry, my dangler pouch at the bottom there, uh, standard. I mean, I can run a uh, pair of glasses and gloves till I get to the games, and they'll go on. Um, a tiny little bit of personal admin, maybe pop my phone in there, maybe or something like that. But um, yeah, it's a uh, minimal kit goes in the in the dangler. But um, like Mr. Marden said previously, it's um, it adds that little bit of protection to the uh, to the midriff for a stray BB that starts dropping a bit lower. <laughs> and then um, moving over to the right hand side, we've got my uh, webbing set, which I've sort of modelled on a uh, on a commander's webbing set, uh, British Army commander's webbing set. Where you can get like the JJ's version of that. Obviously, I haven't got the, that sort of money to fork out for a bit of kit like that. So big bucks, big bucks. Um, so what I did get was I got a triple molly layered um, uh, waistband belt from eBay, which is a British Army issue one. Um, I've got a standard British Army issue MTP yoke. And then I've gone for uh, the Warrior DCS commander's pouch on the right hand side. You can't really see it from now. I don't know if Mike, have we got any other pictures of my webbing yeah, set? Yeah. they flat. Just uh... Uh, These are the three you gave me. Oh, okay. Maybe not then. So don't worry about it. Just pop back to that last one. Then, but that's the... So what we've got is on the right-hand side there, just above the, the light green uh, uh, compression sack, you've got the Commander's Abin pouch. And there, that there, I'll run my um, sort of like my, my uh, right-in-the-rain pad, uh, any small personal admin bits, compass, uh, spare head torch, bits and bobs like that. I've got four utility pouches running across the back of the belt. 
um, which again would carry uh, my jet boil, so that wouldn't go in my day sack. Um, unless, obviously, if I wasn't running my webbing set, all, basically all my kit in my webbing set can fit in my day sack. So I can go out with just my webbing set and my plate carrier and ditch the day sack, or vice versa, I can ditch the webbing and go out with the, with the day sack, and it's all vice versa, either one fits in either one. Um, so yeah, so I've got my jet boil, which, uh, which I run in the utility pouches at the back. Um, I've got in the red compression sack, which is all these are all fully waterproof. I've got a, a medical kit, uh, emergency firelight and kit, and a couple of other little bits and bobs in there, which I keep. Um, and in or the, the camouflage compression sack, I've got uh, a set of rations for sort of like 12 hours, uh, my metal cup for cooking up, and I've got emergency uh, firelight and cook set in there as well. Um, I also run a water bottle in the, le in the far left-hand utility pouch, and I've got my um, MTP... Um, poncho just to which i can literally just chuck on i haven't got to take any gear off to put uh, my waterproof layer on i can have, leave the webbing set on leave the plate carrier on whip the poncho out and chuck it over the whole lot so it keeps my plate carrying on that dry and obviously i'm still operational with my riff and that so that's the webbing set <clears throat> and like i said i mean some people they tend to try and travel as like mr martin you know your, your ethos is like travel light carry the bare minimum of what you need but obviously it's maintainable when you're out on the ground Whereas I saw, like, if I can, sort of try and stay true to sort of like what a, a, a British infantry soldier would run in his webbing set. I, I don't know what it is, but I've, I've always tried to do it in the five, six years I've been doing airsoft and getting into Milsim, but I've tried to sort of copy that and replicate that and sort of run the same sort of kit, same, maybe perhaps the same sort of weight that they run. And, you know, it gives, sort of gives me a bit more of a feel of um, how the kit works and why they run what they run and what they carry, why they carry it sort of thing. It's, um, it's not so much a fight in light, it's sort of fight right. Um, is a bit of an ethos that I've been given and a, a quick shout out actually um, a lot of help putting this kit together is from a gentleman called um, Aaron Jonas who's a sergeant in the infantry British Army who's um, a good pals on Instagram and he's offered me a lot of advice and help and tips and tricks and as to what he runs and why he runs it and, that, and th this has sort of been born from a lot of advice he's given me and obviously from a, from a brother-in-law who's, who's a former serving sergeant in the PWRR so I've had a lot of help I've had a lot of knowledge um, fingertips away which has been a great help for me for obviously you know uh, moving with Milsim career forward if you like so um, that's been cool um, down the bottom there uh, just go back to my brother-in-law then a cheeky little mutt tool there uh, Leatherman mutt which is a, a blinding bit of a bit of kit multi-tool there uh, predominantly for obviously for cleaning your um, your real steel rifles and that it's got the carbon scraper and all that business on there but it comes with a wicked folding saw a, a ridiculously sharp knife uh, uh, posi and neggy screwdriver out in there so it's little bits and bobs that you probably might use in the field a couple of tubs of cam cream and that's basically my uh, my personal low carrying equipment in, in a nutshell that's basically what I've got there is uh, is what I run not so much uh, all together but certainly I mean like I said I've got my plate carrier set up that I can go out with just my plate carrier if I need to and uh, I've got the ammo and essential bits and bobs that I need on me to go out with just that I can go out with just my webbing set if I wanted to, or I can go out with a combination of all three there. I can go out with my webbing and my day sack. I can go out with all three of them on for a long patrol if, if that was what I was going to do. So I could still run my cook set and that from my webbing. I could carry an extra set of um, dry clothes in my day sack with a couple of other bits and bobs, and, and that's it. I basically try to make it as modular as I possibly can. And the thing with Airsoft is that you've got to you're, you're governed with what you can take to an event so you can't take like three different setups of plate carriers and four different sets of weapons you've got to try and tailor your kit to cover a multiple multiple of tasks that you're going to be doing um over the course of that whole weekend so it's not like going there set up as a as a recon and then you end up going out on a patrol for 14 hours and you think well i haven't got the gear to do that so i've tried to do this and i thought right that's a that's a realistic amount of kit that i could take for a weekend event uh, a day sack um my webbing my plate carrier obviously i'll have my my Bergen with all my gear in here anyhow my, my day sack goes flat in the bottom of the Bergen until I get to the site and I can sort of run um, multiple taskings from the kit that I've got there in front of me I mean I'm, well I'm, nine times I'm, I, might, I may well tweak it I don't know but as it stands at the minute you know I'm well happy with what I've got there and I'm sort of confident that if out, out on the ground then yeah that's going to work for me and I'm actually going for a <coughs> as weird as it sounds a really really long dog walk on Sunday uh, so I'm going to fully load all of that up uh, as soon as I get over to Ashdown Forest. I won't be taking the mags and the pistols and the rifle out with me, of course, because that, <laughs> that could cause a bit of a stir. But I'm going to go for a long old trek with all that gear on just to make sure it's comfortable with me. 
uh, and I can wear it for a long time. I can move about with it. You know, I'm obviously not going to be cutting and diving in, in and out of hedges because that's just going to be strange, especially with the wife and kids behind me. It's just be odd. You know, it's going to be weird as it is. But so that's the plan for Sunday: is to actually put all that gear on, go out for a long old trek, make sure it's comfortable, make sure it's not rubbing, make any adjustments when I need to get back because. Um, like you said, Mike, it's going to be 2021 before we can get to another event. So, you know, I can't be sitting about with all this gear and uh, not being out using it. So that's the plan. But that's my, uh, that's sort of my PLCE uh, setup, gents. So, yeah, that's pretty much me done. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> uh, questions? Uh, I'll, I'll... Most of the questions at the end. Um, but there was a couple in here. I'll just very quickly. But, uh, uh, does anybody wear a battle belt with the vest? Um, obviously... You were carrying the load, the the PLC um, belt, Lance. So, well, I don't. I'd say I've tried a battle belt and I couldn't get on with them. Uh, I don't know whether it's my shape or anything like that, but I found it was. Uh, it started off tight and it just worked its way loose, um, and it was a good, strong, solid belt. So it just seemed to just shimmy its way down, and I thought, am I running too much weight on the belt? And I thought, well. I'm running a pistol, I'm running a couple of uh, pistol mag uh, magazines, I'm running a couple of 5.56 and a dump pouch. It's not really that heavy, but I just couldn't get on with it. And I think maybe it's perhaps because I've always been so used to running webbing, maybe that's got something to do with it. So, I mean, for me, I don't I, I don't run a battle belt, but I, I certainly run my webbing set. Um, and that's sort of like my substitute for a battle belt, I guess, you know. But like, like I said, it's a, it, that's personal preference in it. But for me, I, I don't run a battle belt, no. Cool. I was actually just using that as a sneaky opportunity to load up my media. <laughs> uh, so this is just a quick, quick review of some of the stuff I use. Um, this is uh, this. I've put this together for one specific meal sim, which is a Falklands one we did a little while ago. Uh, we we're obviously trying to avoid sort of um, uh, look of the Falklands British soldiers um, as best as possible. Um, so this was my interpretation of that. Um, it was very, very specific for that event. Um, this is what I used to use. Um, so this is a Condor uh, Sentry. Uh, I had this, I bought this six years ago. Uh, I think it was about £60 at the time. So, yeah, it, you know, pretty decent. You don't have to spend an absolute fortune. Although I was quite surprised when I Googled the price today to tell everyone about how much I actually spent on it because I have just recently forked out on a Warrior DCS. Um, so... Uh, what I'll do is I'll run through the bottom first. So on the cover bund, I run the radio uh, far left. Uh, with a, There's a carabiner on there as well. Uh, and there's got a little pouch between the radio and the next pouch along, uh, which basically just covers spare cables. Um, I keep my earpiece in there because if I leave my plate carrier around the house, my cats eat the earpiece. Um, <laughs> so it's a nice little place just to keep that when I'm not using it. Uh, I've then got a uh, collapsible... No, not a collapsible pouch. I've got like a... Uh, just a standard uh, utility pouch um, which I keep my face mask and capture kit uh, the capture kit uh, is we don't use it on a lot of meal sims but specifically uh, it kind of contains black pillowcases, duct tape and some uh, blacked out goggles um, so for some of the events where we, it's a little bit more role play and you're, you know, you're actually capturing people uh, it's was not a just wedding present, e was it? it was a wedding present it's not just evening wear <laughs> um Moving on from that, I've got one of those little collapsible pouches off the back of the uh, or the side of the GSR uh, gas mask bags. Um, so I use that for pyro, uh, so flashbangs, Mark Fives, and things like that. Obviously, fit in there quite nicely. So if any of the team need to grab those from behind me, they can do. Um, I've also got a uh, patch panel. Sorry, I made notes. Um, I've got a patch nice. panel. Uh, I've got a relocation pouch for the antenna, uh, and also web kind of slotted in under that i've actually got a bungee uh quick detach bungee for sling uh, that runs over my right shoulder um which is sort of hidden hidden in the folds of there uh from there i've got my source one liter hydration um cool. i know I, like that. I know a lot of people try and like keep water in bottles and things like that and like you know sometimes you just want to come dump that off but i find that always having just a minimum of a liter of water in me means that i can just run around with my plate carrier um and i don't need to worry for the most part, like I've, I've run maybe half a day with just one litre. If it's a hot day, I always always stay hydrated, but like it's always good to have like that little backup mm -hmm. if I need it. Uh, a couple more carabiners, and then I've got a, a general pouch for Ear Pro. So when we've got the mortars, 
um, sometimes carry ear pro, uh, sweets, pyro, uh, and sort of anything anything in that. And then just to the right of that, I've got a little hydration holder, which I've got for like 50p off of eBay, um, which when the setup is all complete, actually holds the uh, hydration tube in place so it doesn't like flap about. I did ask you about that. You said you were going to send me a link once upon a time. You never did. Oh, well, I will put that on the Facebook page. Along Very with kind of you. It's only about three months since the event we went to and I asked you about <laughs> it, but there we go. <laughs> um, on the belt, I have quite a lightweight belt set up. So I've got a Leatherman on the far left in a pistol pouch, uh, a radio pouch, which I use for sort of team comms. Uh, and then I've just got a large utility pouch, which I tend to use as a dump pouch. Um, I find personally, I used to have a, a just an open dump pouch but i found one with a lid means that you can kind of keep a few more bits and pieces in there mm -hmm. um i tend to spend a lot of the time for some reason rolling around on the floor when we go airsofting um i'm not sure why and that's one of the reasons i try and keep my front and back relatively kind of like load free um so yeah it, it's useful just for uh uh as a dump pouch if i'm rolling around or whatever obviously stuff doesn't drop out uh then i've got a spare pistol mag pouch uh, on the far right, and then a Serper holster with, and I've, I've actually brought this here to show you. So this has a QD system on it. Um, so with the Serper, you can actually, I can swap and interchange the pistol quite easily. Um, okay. So I've got one of these um, DTD to customs, uh, highly recommend uh, for my Mark 23, the, um, the TM. Um, he actually made me an adapter that I can fit on the back so I can actually run, I can interchange a Glock or the, the Mark 23, depending on um, what pistol I want to use, which is quite helpful. Um, it does make it bulkier. It does, I don't know if you can see, it does sort of stick out a little bit more because obviously it's got this plate system in. Um, but that's don't quite really, good. You don't really it. notice it, do you? I've got that, that same no. one with my Kydex one. So mm. you can just unclip the DHK45 holster and then whack on whatever you like. Mm. And uh, when I first put it on there, I thought, oh, shit, that's enough. It really does stick out, but it, it, it doesn't. You soon get used to it. Mm. Um, is that I've got a few of these on different loadouts and plate carriers um, so that is just basically where the pistol goes and then I can keep one holster with the pistol so I can literally just swap that in and out um, and you can also change the rotation on it as well just with literally so you can have it any which way you want so if you decide for some reason you want to have your pistol upside down you can have your pistol upside down yeah um, obviously cool, not like the that. most useful function having it upside down but yeah uh, and then, just lastly, I'll flip the photo around. Uh, so on the front, I've got a dangler pouch, um, which I really only keep a few little minor tools in um, and a bit of cash um, for, you know, burger van if if it's a skirmish event. Um, I don't tend to have a lot of stuff in the dangler pouch because I've found that it really destroys my nads when I lay down or start crawling through the forest. Um, so I've started taking stuff out of that. I did have it absolutely rammed full when I first got it because I thought it's amazing. You know, it keeps its load, loads of protection for kind of my lower belly. Um, but yeah, that emptied out quite quickly. Uh, and then it's on the front... It's quite handy as well if you need the toilet, mic as well, because it acts as a little roof. If it's no, it doesn't. It's a nightmare, mate. For little right, mic. No, no. This is actually <laughs> one point I'd like to raise. At the last skirmish, because this was the first time I'd done it in this plate carrier, you actually have to lift that to pee. And it means that you then can't, well, I found I couldn't see where, you know, I, I couldn't see Little Mike. Um, and it was a little bit chaotic, especially when you've got all your combat gear on and stuff, like trying to, you know, not piss in your trousers and stuff. So, uh, yeah, if anyone can somehow tell me how that's meant to work, that would be great. We need um, clear dangler pouches. You need a clear dangler pouch or some sort of like, like tool. Um, <laughs> um on the front of the plate carrier, I've got two M4 mags uh, uh, holders. Um, what are they called? Oh, pouches, M4 mag pouches. Um, I don't generally tend to run an M4 too much. Uh, I've got one. I've got like a little new prop, um, but I tend to be more of a support gunner. So they, they actually generally kind of double up as smoke grenade pouches uh, for the most part. Um, I'm probably going to swap those over to like the, the proper flap sealed ones. Um, so again, when I'm rolling around, stuff doesn't fall out. Um, and then lastly, I've got uh, uh, the last resort, um, which is the plastic knife, um, a dead rag, and then I've got a little dead light there as well and some other patches and things. Um, yeah, that's generally what I tend to run. So. Cool, nice, mate. Nice, mate. Nice, 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 nice. Cool. Uh, I'll just load up your one. Sorry, I, whilst I had that up, I couldn't see the... Um, 
the questions if anybody came in. Uh, yeah, so Mark asked if we could put the links to the equipment uh, that we're talking about, please. Um, so what I'll do is get all the guys to basically give me a few links and we can put them onto Facebook afterwards with the photos. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so uh, Ragefile uh, asked, do any of you put weighted plates in your back of your PCs to balance the weight? I find it stops you getting the backache. No, so I, I'd wear a rucksack on the back of my plate carrier and, and, you know, all of the essentials go in there, which naturally does what a, a weighted plate would do. So, so, no, it's not something I do personally. Mm. Yeah, again, I run a day sack, so I, I haven't really found it to be a problem with uh, the weight on the back of the plate carrier being empty. It's a good shout, though, really good shout. You think about when you're about buying the plates, just for the sake of having the plates, but... Hmm. Good, right. So, so I'll go. So, I suppose that let me just 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 set the scene that you know I am not little Mike. Obviously, we've got Mike Fraser upstairs. I am Mike <laughs> downstairs. Let's have no connotations of a little Mike for little Mike. No, no, You're under my dangler pouch, mate. Oh, so, yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> we just pop out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, so so not little Mike. Does that make me little Paul? Brilliant. So 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 carrying on a bit of a, a, a common theme. Um, you know, of, of talking about um, warrior assault systems. So I equally run a warrior assault systems um, RPC recon plate carrier. Um, that for me has always been a personal choice because I have a, I'm a bit of a smaller person um, and I, I've, I've had a DCS in the past and it was just a little bit too bulky for me. Um, so, you know, having, having a nice cut of the, the RPC really, really works nicely for me as well. In, in Olive Drab, but equally I've got the same setup in, in Multicam as well. So for me, because I run my, my primary M4 is, is a SCAR heavy. So across the front, I um, run three 762 um, pouches. I, again, I, I did have the elasticated triple across the front but unfortunately the, the 7.62 scar h mags don't fit which is always a bit of a pisser um again on the front again not for me probably echoing what lance said earlier like I, I try not to run too much so i run the three magazines across the front um we'll come on to the side and the danger in a minute but um so i run three across the front one would naturally be in the m4 and i put two on a again it's a, a warrior assault systems one of the small horizontal packs which will then sit on my left hand side on my right hand side i, I run nothing because i don't want any interference um from sort of you know being able to lift the gun up shoulder etc um, so that stays you know relatively sort of empty um, and then on the back i run the um the cargo pack but it's the cargo helmet pack um, with sort of 12 litre capacity um, and again you've got multiple multiple sort of um, pouches and, and space for bits i suppose the other bits really just to shout out so again on the front as we said i run the drop down dangler so for me i can put anything admin needed in there whether it be um sort of notebook pencil etc or you know if it's night then i will um put maybe a couple of um what you call them, asylums, um, sort of um, lights in there, chem lights, etc. if I need them. Um, I run a uh, O-Light Perrin Mini um, on the front as a little bit of a flash torch. It's got its own typical O-Light, it's like a thousand lumens, which is insane. But, you know, if I just need to sort of turn the light on, get some visibility, or I'm sort of, you know, needing to sort of look down and, and see what Land an aircraft. Yeah, exactly. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> ideal for that. Um, for me, on my left-hand shoulder... And the shoulder strap, I run everything to do with my comms. And for my comms, I run the, the Code Red, um, the tactical bone conducting headset, um, which works really, really well for me. Because, again, you know, being able to sort of conduct all of the, the sound and noise through through the bones uh, means that it keeps my ears free, which means, you know, I, I can listen and hear what's going on at night, whether people's voices or, or tweaks breaking and, and, you know, giving, them, giving themselves away. On the uh, right-hand sh shoulder... Um, I run a Nightcore NU05 um, LED, and this has got multiple functions on it. It's got your, your standard red dead light on there. It's got a green light if, if you need a green light, but equally it's got the IR light. Um, and again, you know, IR for, for night vision users is a good thing or a bad thing. So when me and Paul were out um, testing all of the kit a few weeks ago, really, really good that, you know, we, we could, you know, take a spread um you know away from each other but then still keep an eye on each other to know where we are um but equally i appreciate obviously that goes against it if we're up against other night vision users um then you know it's going to give our game away so it's very very selective how how we both use that um again sidearms i don't run sidearm 
Um, however, the good the good thing about the the Pegasus, um, sorry, I keep calling the Pegasus is not the Pegasus. It's the um, the cargo helmet pack is um, given the size, it will fit a MP5K high cycle in there very very nicely, which I do sort of sometimes keep very very lightweight um, as well. So again, you know, it's very easy just to sort of um, undo a couple of the clips onto the side of the, the the RPC, flick it around, open the bag, take the MP5 out, and I've got you know another another couple of mags worth of 220 rounds in each of those as well. And then equally, um, again, what fits nicely in that um, helmet cargo pack is I can put my tag launcher in there as well. Um, I generally don't run the tag launcher under barrel; it's, it's not for me. Um, but again, I've got the option of running the, again, the, the tag launcher that I've got, the ML36. You can run it as a standalone launcher or you can actually sort of interconnect it to a stock and it then forms its own little gun, which is a bit longer and it will stick out the top of the uh, the cargo pack, but but none, you know, none less safer or accessible. So that that's that's my main kit. Um, and again, you know, like I say, fairly light, but again, the cargo pack will get me my, my you know, my, my snacks in there, you know, it'll get me my drink and, and any excess. And I think back to the point of the magazines, I run three across the front, one in the um, the primary, and then two will go in that horizontal um, horizontal small uh, on my uh, left-hand side. And again, you know, my six, six at 90, 90 rounds each is, is generally your limit for what you're running in a, in a mil sim. You know, normally ammo limits are around 600 for an AEG sort of main gunner as well. So that's that's what I wear as my primary. I think, Mike, if you can flick on. Yeah. Thank you. So so this is, is one of my little favourites. Um, excuse the dodgy picture of me and my socks standing in front of my office door. Um, but but uh, this is the other way that I can holster the MP5K. Um, and, and I think that this is a really, really nice. So it's, it's made by a company called Covert, and it's exactly that. It's Covert. Um, it slips under a jacket really, really nicely, tucks under your arm. So, again... sniper um, I've got the sniper and I've got that as a very very nice accessible sidearm and it all clips into place so it clips over your shoulders it clips under your belt um, and it's really really quite secure um, and again it's like a very very good just holding that that was that was some bad background stuff there um but it does a really really good job of holding the mp5 really really nicely and secure so i can run that you know as a sidearm to, to my sniper again I, I don't run gas pistols they're not for me but you know the aeg mp5 mp5k high cycle works really really well um, and then equally like i say you know if i want to be a real sneaky son of a bitch and i'm out on some recce and i come across enemy forces that will sit under a jacket even better if I'm wearing a, um, uh, some sort of leaf suit, you know, which are really, really light. Again, that sits under there very, very nicely. Um, and you can just, uh, in the nicest possible way, way whip it out and, and, and let the enemy have it when, when they don't generally know it. So potentially I've given my game away there, but, you know, it's just a really nice piece of kit. Made by a company called Covert. And I think for the life of my, I think it was about 15 quid or something like that. So really, really good wow. value, value for money for what it actually is and what it does. Holds MP7s as well. So again, you know, MP7s, MP5. Ks. I think it can take the standard MP5 as well. But, you know, again, I'll put the link on there for anyone interested. But generally very, very cheap and very, very effective. And then, Mike, if you can flip on, we've got the last one. So, again, if I'm just purely going out for a bit of a raid, um, again, similar to what a couple of you guys already stated. So this is the Warrior Assault Systems, the Pathfinder um, chest rig, really, really lightweight. Um, again, you know, it's all, all standard kit across the front. You've got multiple pouches. Um, generally, for me, I run it just with my MP7. Again, MP7 purely for a bit of night raiding. Six or seven sort of um, 40 capacity mags which go in there. Um, and a dangler on the front just for any sort of emergencies, really. But that really, for me, is running ultra light at night, knowing if I need to go out and I'm not going to be engaged too much. If I'm needing to do some recce for the team, observations then that's what I'll generally sort of run with. And that... Um, Mike's in the tunnel now. Just keeping an on with the cut lead. Um, he's done, obviously, at the face mask. Isn't it shocking, isn't it? Well, it's against Mr. The... Fucking right Bell in tonight, isn't it? I thought it was and just the... me. And it might be mine. Is... It might be his wife downstairs watching something. It's, it's mine's top up, of the bed. Obviously, everything's running through my computer. <laughs> I've, I've figured out why mine's playing up. So apparently both my skyboxes have shut down. And the oh. skyboxes act as um, 
hot spots around your house. So we've lost all TV tonight at the minute. Oh. Um, which you can imagine is probably, I'll go downstairs, it'll fucking downstairs will probably be on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, they're probably watching the podcast, aren't they? Well, I hope so. No. Well, I think so. <laughs> so I hope not. Just, uh, just <laughs> I, I disclosed too much. Just digressing quickly. So actually, it was, it was in the news. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure, and I really should put a line of work like I do. But I think it was the Xbox, the new Series X, was, was released. Mm. Uh, and that's it. The Xbox was released. And that's it was it. released. That's all he had to say. <laughs> and he's uh, super glued his finger to his eyelid again. <laughs> I think Sony's got involved at this point and cut off, cut off any speeches that he was going to oh, make. <laughs> Bill Gates just hit the button. No! Fuck you! Fuck you, Hans Blix. Does anyone know what Mike was on about with Xbox there in the news? Well, the only thing that... Uh, I know you're not allowed to vape into them. Yeah, I, I think I think that was the thing. Was that there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of um, videos of like Xboxes that are apparently on fire. Yeah, just um, swipe. Sorry, I'm finding Mike's, Mike's um, uh, like frozen face is just hilarious. Should we all do that until he comes back? Someone... <laughs> Please, can you send a doctor around to Mr. Marden's house to remove the <laughs> finger from his eye? Oh my god, he's joining. We've got two of him now. Oh my god, there's two oh, mics. No idea what's going on there. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Well, let's just cut to um, cut some questions quick. Uh, Wayne asks, have any of you guys have any experience with warrior webbing belts and yokes? No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no there you go. I've got a Dragon Industries uh, recon webbing set. The next question will be, when are you guys sorting out your fucking internet? (laughs) Well, touch wood, mine's been all right. You've been touching wood, have you? (laughs) Absolutely. It's Friday, (laughs) love. Come on. As long as you live with Dangler. Um, Harry Badger asks, I couldn't couldn't get on with the Code Red bone conductor face mask kept interfering with the mic pickup, looking for good alternatives. The PTT was dope, though. Okay. So, so I suppose so. I suppose for me, you're absolutely right. That code red and a some some form of face mask will be an absolute pain in the ass. However, what I went to is a mesh snood. Um, I think we've, we've spoken about these earlier. That you know, there's quite a few companies that do tailored mesh um, mesh snoods, and um, which has like a little like metal sort of nose and mouth guard in it. It's mesh and it's quite lightweight. Um, and that for me is is probably the solution that it works. You know, the, the bone conducting works really really well but yeah i get it 100 percent. they are you know you need to get your your setup absolutely on point for it to be working i think equally when i did change to a mesh snood with the particular um tactical bone conducting headset i had it didn't have um the the boom mic so everything was literally going through the two bits on your temples and yeah it was a case of i could hear everyone loud and clear but no surprises or was coming across very nice and muffled so i upgraded the particular set to the one with the mic um, and and that has, has eliminated any of that. And um, I think every time we've been out with the guys on on missions, it, it comes through loud and clear. But yeah, it's subject to individual, isn't it? Yeah. So for we're me, I um, used I used um, first of all, I've had a boner, uh, a boner of all sorts, really. Boner. Yeah, and that. Well, you know, it is Friday. We've already come to that one. Uh, and then moved over to a set of cans. So I've got the Peltor Comtec uh, XPIs. So they're, they're not a cheap headset, um, really not. The sound amplifying and all that great stuff. Um, but cans, I found, just get in the way. So that's why I, I went through JCI comms. Um, as I said earlier on, that's why I went for the, the Raycals. So exactly the same thing, in-ear. Um, your, your, your left ear is your, your noise in. Your right ear is your bone conducting out. Uh, and I use these... Um, when was we out last? Well, when we were out testing our guns on that Sunday skirmish, uh, and I had these underneath that mesh schnud, um, and they're absolutely fine. So they amplify as well, uh, amplify the, the noise around you. And then if someone drops a Mark V on your toes, um, they cut the bang decibels down to a, a tolerable limit for your ears. So I really, really like these. Um, and I think when I first got them, they were about a one um, and then I've got the genuine U94, so this is actual issue U94, genuine bit of kit, um, and that works a treat. But looking on eBay now, you can pick up the um, that particular headset, 
yeah, the Raycal's fairly, fairly cheap now. Um, but they work for me equally, as I say, as opposed to four and a half hundred quid Peltor Compacts. Um, you know, you've got a hundred quid set of in-ears. But then I've had just as much success with a little throat mic. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I find with a throat mic sometimes, it doesn't want to stay in my ears because I've got... I've not, not got the easiest ears, I don't think. <laughs> we will um, we will cover comms in a future episode. Um, we'll go into into all that in more detail. Um, I've just got to gen up on all the licensing and stuff so that you know nobody shouts at me when I start saying stuff wrong on the internet. Um, <laughs> Ragefile has asked, uh, "Can you share the links on Instagram as well for us non Facebook users, please?" Of course, we will. Um, I'll let you guys afterwards, and we'll, we'll sort out some. Again, uh, and any private messages, if you've any particular kit that any of us have shown tonight, you can always private message us or obviously contact us through the November Foxtrot and uh, we'll all uh, endeavour to get back to you as quickly as we possibly can. Absolutely. One um, one thing I did just want to talk about, uh, Mike, was your... Um, oh, hang on, what would I do? Whoa. Oh, yeah. your, uh, your super sneaky um, uh, carrying the rifle under the, uh, under the uh, jacket. I am... Um, so basically, it was one of the Legion Mill Sims. Basically, I, I thought I'll get one of these little handheld metal detectors because obviously you run checkpoints and stuff like that. So I thought it'd be a really good opportunity um, to basically, you know, sweep people down. It's a really quick way. You don't have to necessarily touch them. It's, you know, really easy. So we did all of that and it was great. You know, everyone, everyone's just passing through nice and quickly until somebody said, are you actually searching them? I said, well, I've got this. And then it turns out somebody did a full, full proper body search and pulled out this massive, great rubber knife that was about that long. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that didn't work too well, and I got absolutely ridiculed for it. But... Did you not have a Did you not have a rubber knife setting on the uh, on the detector? No. no, there was no rubber knife setting. Funnily enough, no, on the, uh, on the old metal detector, I would have done. So See, if you'd have got the one from Taiwan, you'd have, you'd have been all right because that only picks up rubber. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Get the Amsterdam <laughs> one. That only picks Wubba. up latex. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll call it. We'll call it a day because I need to go grab some dinner. Um, nice. Feel free to contact us on our Instagrams. Um, which are all below us. You can obviously get in touch with November Foxtrot by Facebook or email. Uh, the email is nofochat at hotmail.com. Uh, next week, we're talking all things concealment, camouflage. Um, I believe we've got a special guest coming on, maybe. Uh, as far as I'm aware, no, yeah. We've, uh, yeah. All, all the comms leading up to, um, to said point, the only thing that's going to potentially impact is that they, they are a, an acknowledged key worker, so um, if anything does kick off and they have to be called into work, um, then like uh, obviously that that, that, then, that will they, be. Really? Well, this is it. This, yeah, and no one will find them because they're pretty good at concealment. Well, this is so you'd like to think that they could hide in a cupboard <laughs> without anybody finding them. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know if you want to. If we're putting the name out there of who that's going to be at the minute, or uh, well, we'll let her confirm first, just in case. Yep, there's yeah, a clue. Works. We'll let her confirm first. Yeah. There we go. Her name's Dave. <laughs> Obviously, Mike's, Mike's going to be having a little bit of a, an omission for a few episodes um, due to some, some personal reasons. So um, we'll miss you, Mike, in the meantime. Um, but obviously, I think you said you might be around on the chat occasionally in bits and pieces. So um, Yeah, yeah. if I can get the time, I will be um, dropping in. Um, so that will absolutely be happening. Um, and yeah, obviously I won't be back till sort of 2021, but you know, January, um, subject to everything at home being all good. And then I'll be back, but obviously we'll be watching in the background and, uh, keeping up with what's going on guys. So yes, thank I think, you for having me. I think what you need to do is get a number of little cubes or something like that and put them in a jar. And then every time you buy something, stack them up on your desk. And then when you come back in 2021, we want to see how tall your airsoft related purchases your, your, your airsoft Jenga tower. Mate, mate, fucking Black, Black Friday's coming up, and you know what happened last year? It was <laughs> black. You know, black. Yeah. The colour black. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was an expensive Black Friday. I must admit, I've got my just diverting. UF Pro. I, I've got my eyes on a few UF Pro bits of kit at the moment, yeah. and I'm hoping there's going to be some decent discounts because UF Pro stuff is quality, but fucking expensive. Yeah, I'll be looking um, at that as well. Obviously, I will be watching very, very closely. That that will be my Black Friday treat to myself this year. That's super yes, winter wet weather uh, gear it does look the nuts, though. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be keeping. Yeah, I'll, I will stuff up on the purchases, and I'll uh, maybe have my own show for an hour. <laughs> <In January. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Join us with what has Mike bought? Yeah, um, last two things: uh, Rage Files. Cheers, guys! I wanted to say cheers to Mike Marvin for the shout out to the British season on his Instagram. 
uh, yeah, obviously a lot of the branding this week and last week has obviously been promoting the fact, obviously, the poppy appeal. Um, please feel free to go to, I think it's BritishLegion.org.uk. We'll just double check that. Um, obviously, there's not as many pop-up stands uh, mm. around currently because of COVID and the like. And um, obviously, a lot of the uh, sort of the veterans and stuff are currently sheltering. Um, so, yeah, please feel free to jump onto that. It's BritishLegion.org.uk. Um, so you can actually donate on the website. Uh, you can that's still amazing. donate in some of the shops and bits and pieces, but you know, if you if you're stuck indoors, that's a good way to donate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, uh, we are looking at producing some patches um, at some point. Um, if anybody would like to buy some patches, it kind of helps us give an idea of how many we might be ordering at any point. Um, so if anyone's interested, if you want to just drop us a message, because um, it kind of it's also it's good to help the brands and stuff like that. Um, we don't make any money from any of this. This is all just our own personal time. So, uh, you know, we're not we're not going to charge Shit. you for uh, a profit. I'm not getting, am I not getting paid? Yeah, you I'm get not, blue ribbon sponsorship. Come out, hello. Did you say no pay? What? Yeah, what was that? Hello, hello. Shit, I just took a loan out. Hello, 2021. Yeah, hello. I have to phone right. up camo raids and tell them to stop building that Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> Right, on that note, Ken, it's good to see you. And, uh, Thank you. you know, in, our, in our usual fashion, I think we're all putting hats on, aren't we, at this point? I prepared this week. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, thanks for watching, everyone. Um, obviously, stay safe, and we will see you all next week. See you later. Adios. If you're